Hey, can you hear me? I can. This is quite interesting, right? It is so clear. I think uh, my Wi-Fi was tripping earlier, so I don't know um, how it's going to pan out. Either way, it, it starts recording as soon as you accept it, so it's a pretty cool app. Yeah. I may as well use it as, as, a, as a tester. So you're down to kind of answer some questions? I guess so. <laughs> um, I was able to put up this. Um, I, I guess you can record like an ad and they'll pay you for them and they place them. I'm not sure how it works, but we'll see. Um, but anyway, I mean, I thought about since I'm going to put it up, I may as well talk to you. And one thing I thought about you by is that you're considered um, in some ways an essential worker. I don't know if that was by choice or or you know if it was mandatory but I know that you've been helping quite a bit as it relates to mental health um, during this season of COVID and so I guess my question to you is what has it been like how's it been kind of being in the trenches of dealing with people in this season oh you asking real questions yeah (laughs) (laughs) I was laying on my couch I guess I'll sit up now Um, that's so funny um it was definitely not by choice i will say that um the only choice that i had and still have actually is working from home or working from the office so i do go into the office a couple days a week to just to keep a routine of some kind Mm -hmm. um but um what has it been like it's been um it's it comes it's in waves now so when we first closed our clinic um we there were a lot of operational changes so not just working from home but just with insurance right things we're not even thinking about and so session times were shortened which freaked people out on top of the pandemic um but it was more frequent engagement during the week um which impacted the clinicians quite heavily because we're seeing folks we saw once a week, three times a week, which sounds great mm. in theory, but there was one week where I where I was talking to 40 people in that week. Cool. That's a lot. Um, and so as, as the changes were made in the system with insurance, um, I was able to go back to my full sessions and um, so I'm not doing that um, because that impacted me too. Right. Um, just being able to like get rest and finish paperwork and just, it's a lot, a lot of moving parts. And every week, everything is changing. And every week, everything is still changing because we still don't know. We don't know. We don't, nobody knows anything. Um, so every week it's still changing. I think what's heartbreaking is coming out of New York Um, It is the third story that I've heard of a nurse or a doctor committing suicide because they couldn't Mm -hmm. deal with um, the stress of being a caretaker in this season. And so uh, just now you said it was a bit much for me. And I was going to ask you before you even said that, um, how how do you believe, um, um, I don't know what to, I want to just say kind of caretakers, but doctors, Mm -hmm. uh, mental health professionals, nurses, how should these people be taking care of themselves um, as they're taking care of others? Well, 
Um, well, I have a therapist, so I do talk to my therapist regularly. Hmm. Um, also, the things that the issue is and difficulty is the things that we used to do to take care of ourselves hmm. no longer exist. Oh, wow. So, That's such an interesting thought. Like, um, in, in, in pretty much all the things that we used to do requires um, a touch from another person. So going to the chiropractor, massage therapist, acupuncture, facials, hair, nails, things like that requires another human touch. And that doesn't, that's not in existence anymore. So, um, or even just going to the gym um, to kind of release some of that mm-hmm. is, is not there. Um, one could say, oh, well, you can just go outside and go for a run, a run. Well, for black folks, we can't really do that. That's not safe either, necessarily. So there are a lot of things that you have to, um, consider. So I would say, um, the option of talking to another therapist, um, if, you know, if you're a therapist talking to another therapist, um, obviously my colleagues and the folks that I work with, um, um, my supervisor, but out even outside of that, staying connected to people, um, you know, family and things like that. Like I live, a, the other thing is too, if you live alone, like I live alone. Right. So, um, you know, it's, the impact is going to be different for folks who live alone versus not, or if you have kids, like that's another thing, like hats off to all the folks who do have kids, because I don't know how they are able to work and from home right it's it's, I mean when I'm talking to other therapists that I work with it's 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 a lot it is a lot and it's a lot the thing is I I said this to um a client the other day like there is not one person in the world on this planet that is not impacted by what is happening Right. right now not one person so from from six to to eighty six, <laughs> right. everybody everybody is reacting in some kind of way to this. But as as helpers, it's it's very important to take the time off. And also, my supervisor is saying like, when you're working from home, research says that you add three hours extra to your day when wow. you work from home. So that 40 hour work week is actually not 40 hours because you're at home and you're like, oh, I'll just do this real quick. And that adds more time onto your day. So um, keeping in mind, like you have to set that cutoff point. Um, you have to take that time for yourself. You have you it's it's not just it's not an option anymore. It's like, it's mandatory now. So I should have said this earlier, but you are a uh, marriage and family therapist intern. And you're working on that. And so um, so I value what you're saying, but I wanted to put that out there for um, and it'll be in the title. But for anybody who listens to this so that they know that they're getting um, credible information about mental health. Yeah, so I am a licensed marriage and family therapist um, intern in the state of Oregon. And basically, um, depending on where you go, state to state, um, that, you know, licensure designation is different. And so, um, you know, I uh, um, went to school, graduated, got the T-shirt and paper to prove it. And now I'm just working on full licensure at this point, but um, working with um, clients. 
you know what I've always wondered, especially in this season, and this is just uh, um, based on opinion. It's just a question I'm going to ask you for your opinion. But looking at social workers and marriage and family therapists mm-hmm. and licensed clinical social workers, mm-hmm. uh, doctors, everybody, um, do you believe that the helping field is a calling or do you think it's a decision? Like, do you feel like you were called um, to this place or was it a decision <laughs> you made? Um, I just had this conversation with my therapist, actually, um, because um, one of the other therapists I work with said to me, um, she's just sitting thinking about from internship to present day. Um, now she works in the clinic and has her own practice um, as well. And she said, I have over a thousand story, like a thousand people's stories in my mind. Mm. And it, it honestly freaked me out because we were already having a conversation about something else, you know, um, our end of the week conversation that we always have. And I told her, why did you say that to me? Like, I don't want to, I don't want to be thinking about that, right. you know, but it's true. Um, there we are holding these stories and this is what I was saying to my therapist we are holding these stories and we have these stories of other people and there's no way we should be able to function this is my personal thought oh. there's no there's no way we should be able to function and just um, you know whatever normal is just to be functioning um, because the the magnitude and weight of some of these stories mm-hmm. um, and lives is so heavy that I do feel like you can't just come in. This is not a, an occupation that you just come on into to say, oh, let me just see if I like it or not. You know, mm-hmm. it's, this is not that that um, field. Um, you do. I people that I have spoken to and that I've worked with, they know that this is what they want to do. Um, For me personally, I know that I wanted to um, work in this field since I was eight, not having the language yet, but knowing that I wanted to work with families and I wanted to um, work with people in this way specifically. So um, I do think that you have to be... um, this has to be a passion for you. Mm, interesting. Um, I like that word. It has to be a passion for you. It it has to be. Um, and I and I will say it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like work. Like it's not a struggle for me to like get get up and go and do the work. You know what I mean? And don't get me wrong. Just because it's, it's a passion doesn't mean that you don't get um, tired or fatigued and things like that or even burnout. That doesn't. That's not what that means. Um, but. Um, like you have to have a heart for for people. Now you you have um, um, your own podcast, I believe it is called Black on the Couch. Uh, well, so not uh, I'm supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, that's what you're doing, and and it's a movement. I mean, you already started moving in, and you have social media, you've had events, and so it's definitely a movement. And so my question, based on that, is. Uh, what is the importance of uh, mental health in the African-American community? So um, for me, when I say black on the couch, I'm, you know, I'm not limiting it to like African-Americans. This is, you know, the entire um, diaspora of black people, you know, worldwide. But 
as it relates to African Americans um, or Africans in America, as some people would say, um, I think that, um, you know, this is like such a layered conversation because um, it is not, and you'll hear people say this a lot, it's not something that is spoken about, but now that there's social media, I think that it is brought up a lot more often, more frequently, um, but now it's kind of like um, moving to, to the next stage, which is action and getting engaged. And so um, I think that the importance of talking with someone outside of your own circle mm-hmm. um, and circles um, is important because a lot of times, most of the time, you are literally going in a circle. Mm. And so the, the outcome is always the same. Um, and it doesn't change. It, it doesn't change until someone else comes in to say, I don't know, but this sounds like this. Or, right, I don't right, know right. That. Um, so it, it's important to have that, um, that other person who doesn't know, who doesn't know you very well, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't what you're whole, whole life story. You know, they haven't grown up with you. They don't know. Now, we, we, we do get to know some of the nuances, um, but um, just to have that that other that other side of things, to ask the questions that maybe other people are not asking you. Mm-hmm. I see what you're saying. Earlier, you slid in, um, and I'm sure listeners will catch it, but you slid in uh, the Ahmad Arbery case. Mm-hmm. I was having a hard time the other day explaining to one of my Caucasian friends the effect of um, cultural trauma that, you know, they, they, they had a hard time understanding that this happened to one black man. Um, and of course, and I don't mean this in a negative way, but their, um, their white privilege or entitlement mm-hmm. um, gave them space to be naive mm-hmm. about how could this one killing affect uh, an entire group of people. And so if you would for a minute before we got get out of here, kind of, you know, touch on cultural trauma and why you believe um, African-Americans are so moved and, and so um, uh, impacted by situations like that. Did I lose you back? Oh man, this was such a great conversation. I think that we lost Vi. Um, uh, we'll definitely have her on again. Thank you guys for listening. We wanted to do uh, just kind of 15 minute talks here and there. Hope you guys enjoyed this. If you have any questions, contact me. Have a good one.